Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy. It is a beautiful new day. It is such a blessing and an honor to be here with all of you. Welcome to our sacred circle and our unity community uh, designed to provide energetic empowerment for your soul's evolution. Uh, I do want to extend a bright and a very beautiful good morning, good afternoon, good evening uh, to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome a new speaker to our community, um, Arcturian hybrid intergalactic healer, universal communicator Vivian uh, Chauvet is here. She's joining our sacred circle to discuss um, the Arcturian ancient healing arts. We're going to talk about who are the Arcturian intergalactic master healers. You're going to find out. We're going to just flow with this wonderful conversation with Vivian today. So welcome home, beautiful souls. This is your safe haven. It is a sacred space and a soulful sanctuary to feel like you're at home with soul family. Uh, it's my greatest intention that you feel an unwavering sense of acceptance, safety, belonging, and oneness here. Uh, the energies of cooperation and collaboration, kindness and compassion flowing here always. Let's support one another in choosing daily soulful generosity toward ourselves and one another and committing to pure, purposeful living and aligning our choices and our voices with grace kindness, honesty, truth, and integrity. And in this way, we step into our roles as luminous light leaders and new earth navigators. So may today's journey with myself and Vivian and all of you, may it illuminate and ignite unique cosmic gifts, remembrances, and stellar treasures for you. So just sit back and relax now. Breathe, open, and receive. Uh, we're so grateful that you found your way here today. I do want to ask my favorite question that I ask every show, and that is, what is the best that could happen today? Uh, I encourage you to set a clear, empowered, personal intention for what you wish to gain or feel or experience. Uh, my intention with our gathering is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into peace, healing, harmonization, purification, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. Uh, you're welcome to write in in our webcast. If you've joined us by computer, let us know how you're feeling uh, throughout the show, and I'll be checking in. Uh, and now let me tell you about my wonderful co-creative partner, uh, Vivian is an advanced Arcturian hybrid avatar in a projected human form. She's an international public speaker, a published author, a multidimensional healer, and a spiritual teacher. In 2013, she founded uh, the Infinite Healing from the Stars to assist people worldwide to heal, evolve, and ascend. Through her work, Vivian has developed the Arcturian Energy Matrix Healing Technique, a multidimensional experiential way of healing. Uh, she's the producer and the co-host of the popular The Infinite Star Connections podcast. Uh, she was the hybrid consultant on J3 Films documentary called Extraordinary The Seating. Uh, she was featured in a multi-award winning documentary, uh, Extraordinary The Revelations. And her collaborative number one best-selling book, Wisdom of the Silver Sisters, Guiding Grace, is on Amazon. 
Uh, Vivian has innate healing gifts encoded in her DNA that assist conscious sentient life forms to heal at the core soul level. In 2007, she went through a major awakening and an energy reset, and then she was trained by the Arcturians in holographic and quantum healing. She furthered her studies and became certified in crystalline soul healing, uh, unity field healing, QHHT, and theta healing. She serves as an emissary for the Galactic Federation, working in close partnership with the Lyrans, the Syrians, the Andromeda the Palladians, and other interstellar delegations. So today you're going to learn about the three levels of our Arcturian or her Arcturian ancient healing arts. We're going to talk about uh, the Arcturian intergalactic master healers. Who are they? We're going to find out. Um, we'll talk about awakening the multidimensional and holographic self. Um, and we'll go beyond healing and talk about the repair of the universal time matrix. And we'll just flow with it. So very excited about our time together today, so let's get started. Uh, please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Vivian as I welcome her to our sacred circle. So welcome, my dear. Oh, thank you so much. I feel the love. I feel the warmth. Thank you for having me, Carrie. Thank you for everyone in your beautiful soul community. This is very much a time of getting back, returning together, huh? Com- connecting with each other. Carrie, can you hear me? Can you hear Harry, me? Can you hear me? No, I can't. I can. Okay, okay good. Cool. <laughs> I could hear you the, the whole time. Um, no, I was asking about your journey, Vivian. I want to know about what happened um, with your awakening. Can you share a bit about um, the journey? The journey of my awakening, is that what you mean? Uh, yeah, I want to hear about how what happened. This, since this is your first time here, I want to go back to how it all started for you. <laughs> well, thank you for asking. It's a it's a beautiful question. So let's just talk about the profoundness of who I am as an nocturnal being in a holographic mm-hmm. body than I am here. So I to the legacy of my DNA that took lifetimes to manifest i wanted to co-create with the octarian engineering technology and consciousness a perfect vessel that will allow me to be on a planet i was on the third dimensional state of consciousness and a very important level of where the timeline the organic timeline of ascension was the most predominant possibility at the time so I remember in my own Octarian avatar self, as I'm part also of the council back in Octarius, I'm also a high priestess, and I work with many star regency councils. I wanted to be here in a very specific manifestation, a physical manifestation, that will allow me to bring as a clear conduit and an emissary the next level of the frequencies, the codes, the frequencies 
that will be sustaining a beautiful earth and Mother Gaia in her process, but also being able to support this most important evolutionary process of seeing an entire an entire civilization in the midst of reawakening. Because it's very much that, Carrie, it's about the reawakening process that human beings are in right now, especially over the last few years. And mm-hmm. many people have been on their journey for a long time. When I'm talking more on the community level, it's very much on, you know, we're looking at an entire planet that is about to return to its divine expression. So my awakening process, uh, in that sense, began way beyond this incarnation. Mm-hmm. And when I came back to the planet, even as a child, I always says my marker in time is about the age of five, because this is where I became profoundly, profoundly aware of who I was. And I was here on a very immense, grand mission. I could feel millions of lives. I can feel the consciousness of the earth. I can feel that a huge part of my journey here is to potentially help an entire population across the world to really regain their consciousness and being able to remember who they are as divine essence of light. And so imagine a child at about the age of five and having this profound awakened moment. And from now on, Everything has shifted for me. So I've been always all my life in a profound telepathic communications with my star group and also mm-hmm. the cooperation of groups that I am a part of and being able mm-hmm. to evolve. And the next step for me is when I went in my early 20s that my group came and they said, okay, now you're going to move into the next level of your own evolution. You're going to bring in the next level of upgrades. And this is why I shifted all over again to embrace even more what I was come, what I was going to co-create mm-hmm. in the upcoming next year. And I'll tell you, the magic, the beauty of the journey um, has been incredible because I have witnessed within myself and around myself so many profound level of shift, transformation, cleansing, purification, uplifting. I mean, I can see and you can feel it today how much we are finally reached that level of light consciousness. And there's so many star beings around the planet, star seeds, light workers, practitioners, you know, earth humans, angels, everybody are returning to that point where we're finally reclaiming and consciously accepting who we are. And I think that's, that is the magic mm-hmm. of it. That's really profound where we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, your, your journey is unique. And, you know, I know that you work with, as you mentioned, in partnership with, um, other star beings, you know, aside from the Arcturians, but what is it about your um, connection with the Arcturians that is most significant? You know, as 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 you call yourself an advanced Arcturian hybrid avatar. I mean, that's what does that mean to you? How how do you describe what that is? 
what does it mean is really described in better semantics the true nature of who I am because the word hybrid has evolved so much on this earth okay. if you look at just on the earth history human you know human beings overall can be considered as a race of hybrid because of all the intergalactic heritage right. that they carry in a genetic material the thing is that I'm a being that comes from a completely different sphere of existence. I'm a being that comes from a civilization that is millions of years old. We've already reached the level of enlightenment and awakened state. And I chose to send out a soul aspect of my Octarian avatar self in that really high form in a body that was engineered by by the Octarian themselves in collaboration with the Andromedan, for mm-hmm. what I understand. And think of it as my body, even the way it is built, it, it is more considered as a very advanced holographic body mm-hmm. because of my capacity to bring in frequencies that an, an average human body wouldn't be able to sustain. My capacity, even through my DNA, even my chakra system is different. The way even my form is built, it is designed to allow me first to sustain the ability for me to be here, to live on this planet, while Mm -hmm. no Octarian will be here in physical form would be impossible. And at the same time, relaying so much information Day by day, moment by moment, I constantly relay information as a very advanced conduit mm-hmm. to my Octrain delegation, to the corporation I'm a part of. And that information is vital to support what is happening on the earth, to support the bridge between the third density into the fifth dimension. The, the implication is bigger than what it seems. But just for me to be able to function on this earth in the everyday, daily mundane that anybody else, so to speak, takes tremendous effort on on their part. Otherwise, I wouldn't be able to be on the planet all the time. I wouldn't be here in a physical conduit. I would be more in my holographic avatar self and I would simply project that aspect of myself with contactees mm-hmm. or channels or teachers or those who are our points of contact on the planet, I would do it this way. But the implication would be the same. Because Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is why I say it's another level. It's an right. advanced level. And if you feel it in your heart, I know that more and more people can understand what we are conveying because of the awakening going on. So with your your physical vessel, um, Vivian, do you ever have health complications because of the all these frequencies or um what is what is you I'm just wondering with listening to what you just shared, um do you have health challenges from time to time or is your vessel kept pure and clear um, with the help of the Arcturians and the Andromedans? Fabulous question. I love your energy, Carrie. I just love your energy. It's all of the above. Yes, my 
body as a clear conduit is remain pure in that sense so the transmission can be an ongoing process. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I do have a lot of challenges. I am healthy in my own way. It's more in terms of the energy, the partnership that it requires to, in order for my body to remain completely functional. And whether it's on the immune system level, whether it's the respiratory tract, whether it's the cardiovascular, whether it's the neuromuscular system and so forth, just to keep everything um, in alignment. This is, I'll give you an example of this. Right now, the planet, the vibrational state of the planet is a little too low for my frequency. So the challenges I'm getting right now is that I am going in and out of frequencies all the time mm-hmm. because it's not sustainable for me. So what they have to do, my group have to counterbalance that to help me remain functioning so that my lungs doesn't collapse, don't collapse and so I can continue to be able to digest, to be able to function and myself, my cell structure continue to stay in a pure form and so forth. I'm paraphrasing here because it's so mm-hmm. complex and how to utilize semantics to describe all of this. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, well, because as you said, I mean, you don't just go into a state of channeling. I mean, you, there is this, as you just said, ongoing energetic transmission occurring within you, through you at all times. Um are you able to teleport? If I do, I'm not conscious of it. Okay. Here's the thing. Well, that's a great question. I love this. Teleportation has many components to it. And as mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, is that the bridge to third density is still kept, is still maintained to allow more and more people and life here on this planet to continue to evolve and raise their frequency. So everybody, we all need your help. It's not just about me and thank the maker for that. It's a collaborative effort where we all need to sustain the frequency and the vibration, vibrational state on the planet. So at this point, I would say the best level of so-called teleportation would be more when my octarine says, okay, it's time for the body to rejuvenate. We need to recalibrate all of your holographic uh, system here, and we're going to take you directly on board our facilities, and we're going to bring you back. The what they do is simply reinserting me into the timeline. So it, to me, it seems like I was just sleeping. Right. Yeah. Huh. You said the facilities. Um, are, are these facilities on, on a ship, or are yes. they? Okay. Okay. Yes. And so do you have a physical... Um, description of what that looks like that you could share? Great question. The best way I can describe them, and it has been described before to some degree, it's it's almost like, um, it looks like a giant pod, if you would. It's just it's just some words. I'm, I'm using mm-hmm. words that are all relatable. Right. So it's almost like a um, giant pod that I lay down in, or they bring up. They bring my holographic template in those pods, so to speak, and then from there, there's a process where they're able to restructure or recalibre. And and almost like sometimes it looks like um, moving blocks, and it helps to 
resequential certain aspect of the body and then that is being reintegrated. And when I come back on the planet, when they brings me back and reinsert me back to the timeline, then mm-hmm. physically everything is being adjusted. And then I go into what's called an integrative process. It is done at the same time as I eat breakfast, as I do my healing session, yeah. as I do <laughs> interview. You know, it's just everything is happening right now because one of the beauty about whether it's the Andromedan, Octurians, Advanced Lyrans, is that none of them, none of us are bound by the 3D time linear construct that Earth humans are right now. We're not functioning in the linear time. So mm-hmm. when you are more onto a multidimensional level and holographic level, you can accomplish everything right now in real time and everything is unfolding. Where here we'll, we'll say, well, if you were gone, when you come back and it's time to integrate and how do you function, that's more linear time, linear way of thinking. But it's all happening all at once, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So when you spoke about the recalibration on these pods, on, on a ship, you know, how often does that have to take place? It's it's on a regular basis, especially right now, to be able for me to mm-hmm. counterbalance all the, the so, to counterbalance so many frequencies. There's so many overlapping frequencies right now that are coming through the planet because there's such a huge cleansing and purging phenomenal. At the same time, the Earth frequencies are shifting even to the solar frequency and the galactic alignment and even through the grids. So there's a lot going on right now. And I'll tell you, Even people overall, I hear a lot with my clients, people overall feel it, whether it's more fatigue, um, sleep patterns is not the same, feeling a bit bit more foggy, brain focusing, becoming a little bit more challenging, whether it's the vision, get blurry in and out, Mm -hmm. uh, physical sensory points. So everybody's body, one way or another, we're all going through frequency adjustment or attunement because we're still in symbiotic connections to the earth with all the changes. And whether you're a hybrid, a life worker, or you call yourself a so-called regular human, we all go through those shifts. It's just, for me personally, it has another com- another dimension to it. And yeah. I'll tell you, yeah. it really, really is. It's just another dimension. Over the weekend, this past weekend, I spent almost three days that there was only a very small aspect of me in my body, I went through a huge dimensional upgrade where my physical vision was pixelated. So I I was very conscious of it because I know I'm able to sustain the process, understanding it, and remaining functioning and grounded. Mm-hmm. I was literally looking at people, my house, my work, everything for me, I could see that all I could perceive is dimensional pixel. That's because I most of most of my my soul, most of my being left my body was just a, a little tiny soul aspect in it. And I was doing major multidimensional upgrade and I came back in my body. In fact, I just came back this morning. So I'm more present. <laughs> Good <today>. timing. <laughs> Good timing. I told them, Hey, I have to be there for Carrie and her and her community. <laughs> Wow. Um, so when things like that happened, I mean, I know you said that that can happen throughout the day, anytime, but 
would it would it make sense that it would happen at night more often, perhaps while you're sleeping? I mean, is that it would make that's what would make sense to me if I were. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, because you're sleeping. So it's not is that not when it happens most often? And I do greatly appreciate your question, and I can see where you're coming from. You would say, well, during the day, you know, you have to do your work. So, But here's the thing, my ability to coexist in yeah, multidimensional aspect. Um, mm-hmm. This is one aspect I have mastered a lot over time. It's, it's right. because I'm designed this way. So, yes, there's a lot going on at night for sure. I mean, I, I go... I, I do so much at night. Well, many of us do, of course, and I know that many listeners right now will probably relate to that. But in addition to that, I can be in the middle of, of a session with a client and still be completely immersed in my work while I see another aspect of my Octurn avatar self saying, hey, by the way, we're working with this planet or we're doing this. And I said, mm-hmm. okay. And then it's happening all at once and I am aware of it. I can feel it. So it's, it's very much the word being a multidimensional mm-hmm. being take a whole dimension of <laughs> <laughs> <No> reality. <laughs> yeah. Well, so your Arcturian avatar self, um, does it have uh, a physical, um, does it look a physical way? Um, uh, is it, are you blue? Are you shaped in a certain way? Or do you even... No. <laughs> or do you, I'm sorry, I'm just very curious. I've I've had so many people on the show and I've interviewed so many people over the last 15 years, but you're very unique, Vivian, and so I'm just very curious. And so hopefully you're okay with all of these probing questions of mine. I am with you explicitly, Carrie, and I honor your work. I think what you've been doing over 15 years is very impressive very necessary you're doing your part you bring so much light so i am happy to explore with you <laughs> in many ways so absolutely comfortable oh you're most welcome you you really are welcome that's a great question let's, let's explore that i have seen i have seen consciously my avatar my octurne self i'm beautiful i mean i i love the way we look um, I can tell you I'm about, on average, 10 feet tall, humanoid-looking, meaning I have a head, two arms, a torso, and legs, I'm very tall and lanky. Mm-hmm. And when I communicate and I am in the presence of that aspect of myself, I just feel, I'll tell you what I feel, I feel that I carry the love of Creator, and I feel that I carry the wisdom of all the ages. And that's one aspect of a human aspect I can want to express how I feel when I see, connect, and be in the presence of my Octorian avatar self. And I understand that many people who have had firsthand experience with Octorians oftentimes describe them as a bluish skin mm-hmm. color. And that is what was explained to me recently is that to the visible light spectrum, white and blue will be oftentimes attributed or indicating of the Octurians and the Andromedan presence, both of them. 
Mm-hmm. When I am on the ship with my Octarian father and my delegation, and looking at them, they're more of a beautiful, translucent, almost like pearly translucent um, skin color, so to speak. And and I'm really applying myself to find the words. Mm -hmm. It is the most beautiful, radiant uh, energy that comes from what we call skin, uh, so-called skin. But when they travel, they use a lot of the blue ray frequencies. And when they open portal, after time, I will see first a beautiful blue royal light coming through the portal. And sometimes it also has a violet color. And so when they go through in their holographic light body projection, which appears as solid as you and me, they will have this beautiful light, light spectrum about them. And this is how I experience my group. And I spoke recently with uh, this gentleman, um, Dan Seda, who also have first-hand experience with them. And he said, Vivian, that's pretty much, you know, how I experience them as well. And so I understand why some interstellar groups, including the Octarians, sometimes they're perceived in a certain light mm-hmm. or a certain colors, doesn't always mean that that's exactly what the color is about or what they look like. It can be just through the life spectrum perception or the person filters or the person frame of reference. And after time, those frequencies or the energetic signature will be interpreted in a certain way. Um, mm-hmm. When I see them firsthand, this is how I see them. Right. So your Arcturian father that you just mentioned and your delegation um, or group, so do they live on Arcturus or do they live on this ship that you've spoken of? Mm, Good question. So we can coexist in different places. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we go back always to Octurus connecting with our group of elders on different consoles. We're pretty much everywhere. Octurians have an ability to really be deployed pretty much everywhere in the multiverse. And yes, there's an aspect of them that's also on the ship. And there's many, many Octurian ships uh, in proximity of the Earth in the solar system in this quadrant to monitor, um, you know, the operation, how things are shifting, what's going on. Um, they're monitoring a lot alongside with other groups. So when they said, yes, we're on the ship at the same time, the same thing as I'm telling you, I'm on the planet and I'm mm-hmm. speaking with you right now. At the right. same time, the other aspect of me is an Octurus. So mm-hmm. it's all happening all at once. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I understand. Um, when you say deployment, you know, in the multiverse, so... Um, on these different missions of support, help, assistance. And so for you, this aspect of you that is here now um, for the purpose of helping our planet during this change and shift, are I guess there are other aspects of you throughout the multiverse, you know, deployed in, in, in other spaces and dimensions as well. Indeed. I work in close partnership with many consoles on different levels, different uh, how can I say that? At different hierarchical levels, mm-hmm. so I will. I'm always um, in communication with the entire 
Octurian community, as well as I'm working very closely with the Andromedan. The Lyran's also sort of a 12-dimensional aspect. So there's different aspects that I'm working with. And also all the the information that relays, even through my DNA, they're able to decode all this information and allows so many groups in the corporation form to be able to um, better assist, whether it's the Earth and also at the same time in parallel working with other planets who are also in the need of assistance who are also about to embrace their next level of evolution. So we're, we have a vessel, we have delegations pretty much everywhere. And one of the beauty about the Octurians is that we we know where we are at any given time. We're always in that, like you mentioned, this ongoing energetic mm-hmm. telepathic communications. We exchange what's called soul essence. I can just connect anywhere at any time into any dimensional space. I can connect says, okay, we need assistance. Can you download this energy here? Can you? And we're always in mm-hmm. interconnection with each other. I think that's what is so unique about you, Vivian, is the that awareness because um, there are a lot of beings, um, including myself and other people who've been on the show with me, who are aware of their their heritage, um, you know, in different um, lineages, star lineages, and that sort of thing. But with you, you have such a an awareness of all of it happening, <laughs> um, which is why it's so fascinating to me. So when you work with someone, Vivian, um, and, you know, all of these beautiful beings, and, and, and this audience is going to have the opportunity to do that in your special offer, um, I would have to feel that the people drawn to you um are pretty open with regard to their connection to their star lineage um, because it doesn't seem like you would be dealing with with more um, earthly kind of matters. I don't know. Tell me what happens in your sessions. <laughs> we provide we provide a lot of soul coaching at the same time as. Mm-hmm the guidance that comes through. So we understand, and I understand, because I'm here, what an aspect of me is here. So I have adapted to the journey here. So I understand, remember, being boots on the ground makes a huge difference versus that you are in that state where you've already reached a level awakened state. You've already ascended. So when you talk, when you interact, and you guide through that state, there may be some a little bit of lost um, communication or something lost in translation because you're no longer in that frame. So here is, I feel you. I understand. So, of course, I'm going to support people in their own journey. Earthly challenges, earthly challenges, yeah. Absolutely, whether it's past life, karmic, whether it's a binding situation when I see sometimes souls are so... There's a binding contract that comes from another, even parallel universe or or another reality. I've seen instances helping someone clearing a 50,000-year-old cord that was still playing out in the person's life today, whether it's going back to the time of Lemuria, Atlantis, ancient Egypt, Babylonia. 
So there's no limit in terms of what we can do. The only thing we ask if you come working with us, we always work with you in the blueprint that you are today. But at the same time, if you just come out out of curiosity, then you can just maybe have go Reiki or do meditation beforehand. And once you're really ready, you come to us because we're going to really help you understand more, helping you understand more who you are from the point of your journey, what things have been for you. And basically, it's helping to go out of the density of that personality 3D matrix reality and helping you to evolve. We're helping you to become more multidimensional, more aware, more present. We can also provide practical tools, whether it's breathing technique, whether it's just an affirmation, whether it's a simple shift in perspective that can really contribute greatly um, to making a a difference. One of the things that I was uh, explained recently by my group is that the energy of shifting negativity or attachment, what we call shadow work, uh, looking at shadow aspect, whether it's from childhood, whether it's past relationship, whether it's, you know, past lives, the energy behind the shadow work has shifted. There's no longer any need to go back and live the trauma that the soul that you have gone through. It's more in terms of holding a space with the frequencies of love and allowing the shadow aspect or the residuals of the shadow aspect to transmute, to heal, to reconcile. And I'll give you an example of this, Carrie, because after time in my healing work, uh, I do probably about 100 of healing work per month with people everywhere, worldwide. So we're very busy with our work. And one of the things I hear a lot is, oh, I'm ready to get rid of it. And we always say, there's nothing to get rid of because we work with you already from your state of perfection as a divine being. We're helping you to realize consciously, accept, heal, transmute, and reconcile. That's where something more profound takes place. This is where the true transformation takes place. Mm. Um, Just to give you an example of an aspect of what we do. Yes. Right. While we're talking about it, I want to go ahead and and then we'll we'll talk more. But um, your special offer is a a reading and a session with you. Um, I want to... Um, direct people there now. For those of you who are interested, um, go to straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace link. Um, you will see Vivian's beautiful face. Click on her picture. It'll take you to this offer. Um, it's a galactic soul um, ancestry reading with star lineage codes transmission. So as you share here in the description, um, as a multidimensional being, you have many galactic groups of influence that work with you. And so you're going to explore the primary roots of their sacred interstellar tree of life. Wow. Um, and it says beyond who am I, um, you will help um, the star seeds in deepening their understanding and partnership with their star groups. Um Describe a bit more about what this specific reading is for, um, for those who are feeling <laughs> excited <laughs> about this possibility uh, to spend time with you. Absolutely. So my special offer of the Galactic Star Seed reading 
which also come with the star lineage codes transmission, it's really going going into the soul ancestry of the person. So, for example, after time, I have people come to me and says, "Oh, in our astrology uh, reading or this Akashic record reading or this other starseed reading, I've been told I'm Arcturian." Mm-hmm. Okay, he said, "Let's take a look. What does it mean?" And after time, what I see is when we start to decode the soul essence of that person, I discovered that that person may be more Syrian in direct soul essence that influence the person today, whether it's trait, virtues, embodiment, um, you know, desire, life missions, what they always want to do, uh, what motivates them, what really nurtured our soul. But the Arcturian part become more one of their soul ancestry, it's like a distant and, and like an ancestor that still has a degree of influence in their life. But once we start to explain it this way, they go, oh, that makes so much more mm-hmm. sense to me. And now, finally, all of this information I've been told or I felt in the meditation or through my spiritual teacher start to form. So we do is that we helping them to better understand as a star seed what is really much your ancestry. It's like exploring your cosmic tree of life. Mm-hmm. So you will have your roots that nurture you. You have your core, but you have a multitude of branches. And those groups are the ones who are working with you in partnership with you. And so it helps you. To, it helps people to better understand even their own life journey, their purpose, what, you know, making, it's like pulling the pieces together. Mm-hmm. And with the star lineage code is those transmission is we align the energetic signature on the frequencies of the groups or the core group for that person. And we bring the codes of light to help fill the void, to help to open their own inter a channel of communication to facilitate the communication, to facilitate the integration, uh, to bring also more soul fulfillment. I oftentimes hear, why well, I feel disconnected? I miss my star family. I wish I would be more in tune with them. Or they can say, I already communicate with them, but there's still sometimes a gap. And we help to feel that gap. We help to feel that void and helping you to align with the energetics of your own starseed ancestry and your core group. Mm-hmm. And it really opens up so much. It's like opening a light going, oh, now I see how everything interconnects. Now it makes more sense. Something just opened in me. And right. it's just an aspect of it, if that makes sense, right? Yeah, yes. And so the the Star Lineage Codes transmission um, for you, Vivian, does that come through um, as normal speaking or as a tone or as light language or how does how is that transmission how does it come through? Great question. So the the Star Lineage Codes will come to me first when we are in the reading, when I am explaining, when we are exploring the starseed lineage, the mm-hmm. cosmic tree of connection for that person. And then once it's established, there's a lot of frequencies that the person will receive. So the transmission or the activation have already started at that point. Because when we convey information, so to speak, or when we 
do those kind of readings, there's a lot of energetic exchange that is done. So there's different level of multidimensional activation that take place. And so I will get the codes. I will be shown through, let's say, it's Syrian. Through the certain group, they will say, okay, we're ready to bring the codes. And what I invite the clients is to close their eyes, open, open their heart, and it's done to that gentle meditative state that we bring the code in so that the, their soul recognizes the codes, the body knows. It is more, it's better integrated into their own biofield. And I would say even at a DNA level to help to ease the integration of those codes and create this alignment. And if there's any additional messages that comes during the transmission, then I will convey that to the person. Well, I honor your um, your dedication and devotion to this. Of course, that's why you're here, you know, and working with so many people. And this is a very generous offer to have this this time with you. Uh, you've also included a bonus, the Universal Laws Meditation Series, um, where they can review the universal laws and meditate on the virtues of each principle. Um, so that's a bonus. <laughs> um, do you want to share anything else about that? Of course, absolutely. So as we are shifting and we enter into a new era of consciousness, what is important to understand is that we are also cosmic citizens. It's an expansion of to feel that we are connected to the sun, the planets, the solar system, the multiverse, all there is. The universal laws and or known as the universal principles were also recognized by many, many intergalactic interstellar groups are a way to relearn how we can co-manifest, co-create, go beyond linear thinking, limitation, belief systems, any form of restrictions, whether it's mental, ancestral, whether it's also uh, planetary. So the what we do is that I have created a completely free series of meditation upon all 12 universal laws. And each month, we dive into extracting the essence of what this law has to teach us to help to activate ancient memory connectors within ourselves to feel to our heart center and the connections that we are a beautiful multidimensional being and we are connecting to a vast network of community in the multiverse that we have such a place among our families uh, and beyond so it helps everyone to remember what this law is about and how you can practically apply this law in your life to shift situations, create more abundance, create new solutions, being able to raise your frequencies. So we also do a meditation. We open the realms of the universal laws and we invite that principle in our consciousness to connect with us, meditate, receive the virtues of what this law is about and helping us to shift, evolve beyond the physical, mental 3D limitations. And I'll tell you, I have clients who are part of this series every month and they tell me, I said, Vivian, it makes such a difference for me. Even my communication with my 
my son or my daughter or a family members or at work in the way I'm able to perceive myself, the way I'm able to hold my light and being able to apply those virtues. And Mm -hmm. it really has been amazing for people. And we just started in September. So I post, um, the link is included, anyone who wants to join us. The next one is this upcoming Thursday, um, the 27th of October at 6 p.m. Pacific. And all you have to do is just register and you will receive automatically a link to join. And the replays are available even on my YouTube channel. Yes, going to be available. Mm -hmm. You can go back, meditate, hold, understand, learn from those higher principles and rediscover who you really are, right? How many of the universal laws do you explore? Twelve. Twelve, okay. What are the primary ones, Vivian? They all primaries. All <laughs> I them. knew you were going to say that. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, well, thank you for including that, my dear, as a bonus. And um, uh, I, I want to, before I ask you any more questions, I want to read some of the comments that have come in. Um, uh, Arietta from Greece said, Greetings of love from Greece, beautiful ladies. Uh, I want to share something I've never experienced before with any of your guests, Gary. Uh, my heart became a big, warm smile as Vivian began to speak. Hard to describe or to put into words what her voice and her frequency emits. And this happened even though my heart from yesterday was very heavy. How grateful I am to be here. Blessings and love to you, beautiful being, Vivian. A very big and loving hug to you both. So thank you, Arietta. And I wanted to pass that along to you, Vivian. Um, sweet message uh, for you. Um, Lacey from Ontario said greetings of Vivian and Carrie. Loving your curiosity, Carrie. <laughs> Thank you, Lacey. <laughs> and all loving all this lovely information coming through. I adore the Arcturian energies. Thank you, Lacey. Uh, Colleen from Stratford said, um, were you born to parents on this earth as a baby? This is all so fascinating. Thank you. Um, can you answer that question, Vivian? Of course I can. Gladly. Absolutely. First, I'm very grateful for all the beautiful messages. Thank you for being so open and receiving the gift of all the frequencies of love that we are sending you to this amazing time together and with Carrie. So let's talk about the beautiful question of was I born to parents? Uh, That's a big layer also of my Mm -hmm. journey. So an aspect of my experience is that I, when the time came for me to, for my consciousness to embody the, the holographic body that was designed for me, I understood that we have to make sure that my body will be viable and in alignment with the vibrational field of the earth in the third density. So technically from a memory standpoint, my mother, who felt carry me full term, was brought on board on my mm. Octarian ship, and I was shown that. This is from direct conscious memory. They showed me the whole process. They want me to know that. And 
they showed me the process. They said, we have to make sure that your consciousness would stay completely aligned in the body and the body would be viable, meaning the respiratory tract, the immune system, being able to, you know, the way the body works with the cardiovascular. And this is a big point even with any type of hybrids is to ensure that the immune system will be able to be functioning. It's a really big uh, point of contingency in the body. But in my case, I wouldn't be able to sustain a natural earth birth as human beings understand it. It would be impossible because um, my body is not conceived that way and the frequency mm-hmm. in my body is not able to be going through that process. So I came about on the octarianship with their energy, their frequency, their conscious organic advanced technology and all of this. Once we saw that there was a stability in the body and I seemed to be in alignment with it, then I was reinserted into the timeline of where I was meant to come back through. Mm-hmm. So feeling that they have the ability to co-create memories that we be part of the earth and says, oh, yes, I was born in this town or this place right. at this time, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the timeline was adjusted that way. Wow. Happened, <laughs> yes, that's what happened for me. Um, luckily, luckily, I can tell you that because otherwise I wouldn't be here today. Um, less than three months later, after I was reintroduced to the earth plane, uh, my body was failing. I, I was about to disconnect um, the body was not, not able to sustain the frequency, the density here. Uh, I was rejecting food. I was rejecting um, my, my lungs were having a hard time breathing. I was rejecting the energies here. And so um, I was in trouble. So they go like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we have to do something about it. So I was brought back on board. And then there was other measurement that was that took place, different, um, different correction, if you want, to make it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was reintroduced again to the earth plane. And then after a little while, then my body started to strengthen and I was able to maintain my connection here. Wow. Your earthly parents, are you currently um, in contact with them or close with them? Oh, yes. We adore each other. They are completely, um, that's, that's a huge, huge blessing I have is that my my parents here are completely 100% on board. They have embraced me completely. We have to think about that it took generations to mm-hmm. come to that point. So to the lineage talking to maybe great-grandmother, great-grandfather, and moving to the gener- gen- genetic line. And even my parents, so to speak, here, when they were younger, they were getting um, communications, visitations, and when they start to get older, now they start the shifts start to come, mm-hmm. close encounter the first kind, and then we're going to get a bit closer. And says, so remember, now remember we are, remember that we talked about it at a soul level. Remember that we prepared this for a long time and we all part of this collaborative um journey together. And then eventually then I came on board. It didn't just happen overnight. It was a long right. time coming. Right. Well, I'm I'm grateful to hear of your close connection now and uh well and just what a what a beautiful um 
collaboration, as you said, that, that, you know, <laughs> yeah, a very beautiful collaboration. And one thing that came to mind when you were talking about your Arcturian father, um, is there also an Arcturian mother of yours? And that's a really good question. I, I asked the question before and a father, I call the one father is my Arcturian one. It always says, we prefer that you stay connected to your earth mother. This mm-hmm. way you maintain the heart and soul. You're honoring her sacrifice. You're honoring uh, the selflessness that she right. has agreed to go through. And so for the time being, and of course everything will continue to expand and and unfold more. So I would say even six months, eight months, or a year from now, we have another conversation and may have a different answer for you. Right. And that's the beauty of it because I'm going to be eventually tapping more and more into very distinct memory through my own Arcturian Akashic record self and through the Arcturians. And they, they, they show me recently, they said, we're about to prepare you for the next level of teachings. And we're going to be teaching mm-hmm. you directly from our own archives. And so it is coming through. It's just right now, uh, even on the earth, the support system is not there to support the full spectrum of my work. This is why I do lots of healing, the star galactic reading. I do also a monthly Octarian holographic group healing, which is a beautiful two hours, um, and anyone can join us. And I'm more focused on helping people to shift move them to the next level of their own evolution, helping them to become much more multidimensional, helping them to overcome limitation through the 3D matrix reality. And then from there, we're going to bring the next level of Mm -hmm. my work, what I've come to do. Right. I understand your devotion. That way, as people are more available and ready for it, you can bring more in. Um, you know, I read something this week about how the um, the records, um, that there are a new set of records being made available to to us um, that are more cosmic in nature, um, so not just the Akashic records, but more of, I think they even called it a Metatronic um, records, or do you know anything about this? Well, I love this. So let's work on semantics for a moment, and I'm really Mm -hmm. glad you brought it up, Carrie, because the work Akashic Record is something, it's more of a commonality that most people now understand and accept. And so when you look at the word Akashic Records, it has a multitude of meaning, whether it's more cosmic in nature or Mm -hmm. universal you can have access to your own soul Akashic. You can have access to your galactic one. There's the earth one, also to the activation of the sacred crystal um, that is connecting to your soul blueprint. So I am mindful to see what word I'm attaching to these amazing mm-hmm. archives right. that coexist in so many levels so that it facilitates more the connection to it. So my number one priority is to to help to facilitate that bridge 
of comprehension and integration so people can say, oh, I can too have access to it, except um, rather than says the word Metatron has been accepted and rejected all at once. And I've seen that in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's just different ways of yeah. new semantics brought, brought forth, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh-huh. And so basically we're, you know, I always said, you know, the expression, um, ultimately all roads leads to Rome, but it's an expression that we are going there. We are leading in that direction. It's just that there's different paths and different words, different vibrational right. alignment mm-hmm. that we're going to preserve just to obtain the same level of knowledge that you need the most. And that's the thing is, looking at what is it that you need the most, not what your mental curiosity mind tells you to, but what is in alignment with your heart, your inner wisdom at a soul level. What do I need to know at this point that really helps me reach my higher level of potential, opening my gifts, you know, opening my understanding of who am I in that field right here, right now, and how can I be of service next? What are the next steps? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so with you on that. And I ask that every morning so I can stay focused on, okay, what are my next steps now? What do I need yes. to know now? Um, and I want to read another question that came in that I, I feel is a good one. Um, Linda said, when our time comes to reawaken, remember, recalibrate, do we call our star lineage families to us or do they seek us out? Ah, beautiful question, Linda. Here's the good news. There's nothing to seek out. It's already in you. The moment you're ready, the alignment just opens that up. Your star families are already ready for you. They're Mm -hmm. ready. They're simply waiting and respecting that there's a process for you to return to that point. So the moment you affirm that I am ready now to embrace my inner, you know, galactic heritage, to open an aspect of myself, it has already been given to you. There's nothing to to seek out. It's just to simply say, I'm ready now. It's brought to you. And it's also allowing what I call a state of spiritual and emotional maturity in a sense that we're detaching more and more from mental destruction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that when absolutely. we see there's that energy of it's out there and I need to look for it. And they said, well, you already, it, you, this is your essence. Just simply allow yourself to connect, feel, validate through your senses. Tell to your beautiful chalice of your heart that now you send a signal to your heart it is done and it's received on the speed of thought they know they already do Hmm. um beautiful response thank you vivian her next question was are are our our gifts and past life purposes a permanent part of our dna just waiting for us to be ready to encompass and utilize them of course your soul is ancient. Remember, your soul knows. So what is encompassing in your DNA, on the quantum field of your DNA, 
all this encoded of library of information is available to you now. Well, again, it's allowing yourself what information am I aligning myself to and with that serve and support the best my actual soul mission? Because one thing that even the intergalactic advanced, spiritually advanced group will say, it's all about the life that you have now. This is your most important one. Past life, think of it as point of reference. It's like understanding your inner cosmic tree of knowledge, your inner cosmic tree of life that allows you to better deepening aspect of what connection you feel drawn to, whether it's a country, a region, a culture, a star group, whether it's an ability that you con- that you have intuitively. Mm-hmm. Past lives are really point of reference. As long as it supports you to encourage you to also create a sense of empowerment and also allows you to tap into your higher potential and continuing to evolve that way, then yes. And yes, Mm -hmm. it is already in you. Again, it's the same thing as the what we call the Akashic Record. You have an infinite library of knowledge encoded in you. And this is a huge aspect of the next level of evolution that we want to bring people to, especially next year, rolling into 2023, 2024, is the return of understanding what your DNA is about. It's more than just an activation or, you know, or receiving an encoding or a download. It's to regain that direct conscious connection and understanding of what your DNA is truly about, how it speaks to you, how it is unique to you, and also to be able to... um, start to open up the multidimensional aspect to it. So there's a lot of DNA work that we wish to bring in next year, especially, mm-hmm. uh, which is very much in alignment with the universal time matrix that we see human beings returning to. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. You know, all of the um, these new Earth timelines and just, you know, you mentioned earlier about, you know, your groups and, and, and the different ships that are watching over our planet and kind of overseeing how things are going or what's happening from, from your group's perspective. How are things going? Um, you know, what can you share about all of that? Of course. Of course. But one thing is important to remember is that we do perceive Earth humans as Absolutely amazing beings, like your giants of light, your your galactic royalties, because Earth humans carry so much faculties, DNA genetic material. You have so much in you. It has been repressed over and over throughout the Earth history. So what we are looking at is a very constant movement of willingness and conscious reawakening. Mm -hmm. Even though from our perspective here in the 3D, practical, everyday, it may not feel that way. That's because we're also experiencing the purging in a very old matrix system. We are looking at historical time of profound change. We're finally moving into this new era that we have been preparing for eons. And so the encouragement we want to bring is that your light 
every speck, every ray, every drop of your light make a huge difference. So every day, please stay in your heart, radiate your light, feel the sacredness of life in you, honor life around you, whether it's an animal in need, whether it's a tree, whether it's your interconnections with your neighbors, yourself, honoring your body as a sacred temple to hold your divine aspect of you. So what we think is that we would love to see human beings overall be more mindful of their thought forms. All the thoughts that you send out every day, the energy creates head waves. And those head waves either support, sustain a paradigm, a belief system, or help to sustain change, profound changes in the community that you wish to see. So that's one thing we would like to invite everyone is be mindful of your thoughts. Be mindful of what is it that you are focusing on? Where is your heart, your light? What are you believing in? And I'll give you an example of this because this is very important. Even when I work with light workers, I see people with so much dedication I wish to make a difference. I wish to really make a difference in people's lives. I wish to, you know, be part of community, but I'm going to be part of community that is either there's no medication involved or there's no, and there's condition to it. And I tell those people, I said, I feel your heart, but at the same time, your energy is contributing to another paradigm of separation within the spiritual community. And they go, oh, my God, I never thought of this before. I couldn't, I didn't realize that. And the answer is yes. You, so it's very much about letting go of separation thoughts, belief systems, anything that contributes to fragmentation. We need mm-hmm. to come back into a complete unification, and that means it makes no difference what is your life choice, what substance you have in your body or not. It's really about, about returning to unification. And that's very important to where we are heading to. Because I hear that a lot, even through spiritual mm-hmm. concept that fuel or sustain certain paradigm, but they are outside of the unification. This is not fifth dimensional reality. There's still a higher third third-dimensional reality, but this is not 5D. And so fifth-dimensional reality is about unification. We're no longer fueling or maintaining fragmentation or dualistic energy. So that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And so more specifically, what what you're sharing, are you talking about perhaps just criticism, judgment as a fragmentation, or what specifically were you referring to with the clients that you mentioned? I, I, I'm not sure if I heard you correctly about medications. Is that what you said? It, it's all of the above. That's correct, Carrie. Mm-hmm. It's all of the above, whether it's through um, a critic, a judgment, whether it's to say, well, I, I only want to work with people who are have no vaccination or oh, I only want okay. to I want to mm-hmm. only work with community who are only people in a certain resonance. 
as you said, I understand that you want to align yourself with higher frequencies as long as it is based on true wisdom. Mm -hmm. You see? Through wisdom. Condition-free. I mean, that has been coming through so strongly this year. The refinement of that in terms of, excuse me, just being so condition-free with our love and acceptance of one another and of ourselves. And we're always being given that opportunity to refine that even further. Um, so I'm grateful that you highlighted that. And someone um, wrote in and asked, "Is there are a lot of people that join this community and listen in quite regularly, Vivian. And so they're asking, do you sense that there are um, different star lineages that are mo- more common in this community? I love this question because it brings a higher frequencies and brings us in connections with our star brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. We hear a lot about like the Pleiadians, the Syrians. Yes, there are many Syrians on the planet in the star seats. There are also different groups from the Pleiades that have also come on the planet. We have those who have come from Andromeda, mm-hmm. um, Octarians. Andromedan and Octurians were here, but we're more rare birds. We're not that many. We're just enough. We're more have point of contact on the planet rather than be here in physical form. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be other groups who are maybe more attuned and can be at a soul level in the physical body and being able to help right boots on the ground. There are many groups, Carrie, that are not known by names. Exactly. Uh, they're also, mm-hmm. oh yes, very, mm-hmm. very involved. I mean, look at the, uh, the Tosetti, uh, do, those who come from Alpha Century. They're helping us at different levels. They're not really physically incarnated. There may be a few, but again, they're more rare. The those from Venus or Vega, mm-hmm. and they're mm-hmm. also here on the planet. I encounter them during my evening work, uh, with, you know, with my clients. But I can tell that um, there is more of a recognized signatures of groups that are being talked about a lot, that are more present. And, and there's also those who are not necessarily as public, but they have been with us for thousands of years. Uh, I'm, I have encountered more people and mm-hmm. star-seed more people in a human mm-hmm. form. Yes. Again, they're not that many, but they're here. Um, right, and mm-hmm. and so far, I also see the galactic fairies who have also come mm-hmm. in human form to support the earth, working with the balance of the ecology, nature, the balance also of other aspects of the earth. So there's there's so many diversity of star lineage who have returned in different shapes and forms, and we hear more about certain groups. Because the consciousness on the earth is now more aligned with the frequencies of those groups. And mm-hmm. that's the next level. Like Arcturians are becoming much more popularized. Not necessarily truly understood, but more popularized because it's the mm-hmm. frequencies that is more uh, in acceptance. Now, the overall people are more in alignment with our teachings and who we are. And then there will be much more that will be revealed. This is just exploring the tip of the iceberg. 
There's so much more. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, Janelle from Montana said, hello, beautiful sisters. Hello, Janelle. She said, I am soul loving this today. So many beautiful questions and infinite multidimensional um, gnosis shared from Vivian. Grateful for the info about the DNA. Um, she's asking, are we also able to clear and upgrade our holographic and ethereal blueprints and templates at this time? Yes, Janelle, absolutely. And I'm thrilled that you asked this question. This is part of eventually the upgrade into the universal time matrix. This is part also of what we do. We always work with the original blueprint and the holographic template of the body of the clients. We work a lot in the holographic field because this is exactly where the most effective upgrade and changes can take place. And then a template comes in and integrates integrate itself. So in a nutshell, the answer is absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> she said, feeling so blessed to listen in today live. Uh, thank you and love to you both. Much love to you, Janelle, as well. Um, someone just asked, can you explain uh, the universal time matrix in more detail? With pleasure. Absolutely. So in its original inception, it is... The human, the human template is more of a celestial template. And over time, with the descending in egoic mind and what took place, uh, we talk about over 350,000 years ago, then there's been a descending into the density. And then, of course, we know the DNA got reduced to only one double helix and all the brain faculties and everything got reduced as well. So what we are looking at is a grand return, a grand reawakening of the original celestial template to what we call the universal time matrix. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is for, for one thing is moving out of the third dimensional earth personality matrix. So moving from subconscious mind, instinctual mind, conscious mind matrix and moving into a more, a, a very fifth dimensional earth matrix that allows to move into a more astral mind, archetypal mind, and of course a celestial mind matrix that is also completely connected to the holographic, the original blueprint. We are moving back into that, that aspect more and more. So that has an, an aspect directly to the DNA as the DNA is also shifting, activating, moving into a multidimensional aspect, whether it's to the codons, the repair of the telomere, and being able to return to that more complex original template that the earth human were designed as. And I'll tell you where this is leading even more so. It's eventually to return to a more avatar, mm -hmm. avatar matrix. And that's one thing that I want to do also more in my work next year is moving into more quantum avatar light healing to really mm -hmm. help in that direction. So those who do the work, clear the limitation, clear the patterns, clear the ancestral, um, you know, essential debris, residuals, attachments, courts, clearing all of this, the clearer you are, the more you're able to simply elevate um, in your frequency, in the new template, the DNA, all aspects of you, consciousness, everything. Mm -hmm. So this is where we are shifting more and more and more, and that is the exciting part. I feel so joyful and exciting for 
the next level of work they're going to be bringing mm-hmm. um, next year on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I'll definitely have to have you back <laughs> for that. Thank you. Um, yes. And so, you know, with this shift in consciousness that, you know, we're all here to participate in and um, collaborate with one another in, in, in achieving is there a a year or you know sometimes you hear you know by this certain year 20 whatever 32 whatever um you know we'll be at this frequency for the fifth dimension um what does that feel like to you is that part of what you and the arcturians um is that part of your your truth i cannot tell you how happy that you're asking me these questions because we won't talk about any prediction in space Mm -hmm. and time. We have to think that we are moving out more and more out of a 3D linear time construct. No longer we're just looking at ourselves as right, past, present, future. We're embracing more the multidimensionality of who we are, whether it's parallel realities, whether it's trans-dimensional I mean, I don't know if any of you, including you, Carrie, has ever experienced a feeling of I'm standing in the store or I am in my kitchen or I am in the yard and I see someone or I see a being or something passing through and I realize there's not nothing or no one there physically. Yes. 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 Thank you. All the time. <laughs> like, wait. Precisely. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's exactly it is that you're becoming much more attuned Mm -hmm. with what we call your multidimensional sensory points. That means that you you recognize that at that moment when you saw, let's say, someone passing through and there's no one there physically, Mm -hmm. your reality and their reality just coexist in a moment of conjunction and you're able to see that person, right? Uh And that... I mean, it's just amazing when it happens. It happens to me all the time as well. Yes. I look and I look back and I look back and my animals do it all the time too. It's funny watching them do that. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Then just go right on. Our our cats do the same thing. Uh So which brings us back to the question here. So when you say, oh, by October 31st, the disclosure is coming out (laughs) or – you know, and it's going to take 50 years in order to achieve this or right. by winter solstice going to do. And what we say is interesting concept, knowing that the timelines are fluctuating so much. Let's talk about more the potential behind what's coming through as opposed mm-hmm. to a prediction in time. <laughs> yeah. Any Right? Mm-hmm. Any time that you hear a date, a time, on the calendar will ask yourself what is this really about because I have heard that so many times mm-hmm. oh on December 17 2021 this is it we went through this okay so if you look at the fluctuation <laughs> of the calendar it's completely misaligned with the universal pulse so how can it be that day how can it be you know mm-hmm. it's more in terms of what next level or next era have we entered into so for example energetically what i'm already feeling and seeing is 2023 and 2024 are very two important parallel years coming in 
for the earth evolution and for everyone here. And we can already feel the pulse of the potential that is encoded within these two timelines or two years, if you want to call it this way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is more how we quantify time rather than give you, oh, yes, by April right. 2023, this is it. And people reached April 2023 and they said, but you told me that. Mm-hmm. This is right. the alignment. I, I, I am with you. And what about, you know, when they, you hear um, these teachings about, you know, this percentage of the population must reach, must reach this level of frequency or um, the earth will split and then we'll have the new earth and the other people will stay. <laughs> um, <laughs> give, me, yeah. give, give me your feedback on that. Thank you. Carrie, you and I honor, we understand each other. I can tell you that already. <laughs> yeah. And I love it. Those me are, too. thank you so much. Those are concepts, again, based on perception of time. And will there be a split in the physical body of the earth? No. Mm -hmm. Will there be an energetic choice that we can walk into? Yes. So it's it's no longer about the percentage numbers. Or if, it's like a computer programming, if X amount of number is reached, then we go this. Otherwise, execute the other program. That's more of a mental concept around something that is infinitely bigger, infinitely more divine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Lacey just asked a good question. Will there be a moment, though, when we actually recognize that we have collectively moved through a new timeline, or will it be so fluid that we don't even notice? I love that. I like the fluidity behind Mm -hmm. your questions. I truly feel in my heart and in my being right here, right now with all of you. And we are naturally moving into that new paradigm. Only we're going to feel it, know it. It's going to be an acknowledgement of many of us. And it's going to be also fluid. Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, I mean, just, just look right now, right here, right now on this day, where we stand on the planet, in the collective consciousness versus where we were even three, four years ago. There's already a palpable distinction and energy, something in the omnipresence of change that we already are experiencing and many, many of us do. And so imagine even so-called two years from now where we're going to be even more in that process. And that is every day. We are interweaving that reality every day by the conscious choice of living in alignment with our divine truth, our light, to center ourselves, feel, Mm -hmm. let your heart guide you, let your mind elevate, be present to it. And it's very important, especially right now, there's so many concepts that is overlapping and it creates more mental confusion than yeah. it creates inspiration, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, we want to simplify things rather than 
feel confused by all of these mental constructs and you know for me everything is about fluidity and flow and you said something earlier about you know really celebrating the willingness for conscious awakening and at the end of this show I always say thank you for your openness your willingness you know your presence because it's such a it's something to celebrate, you know, to have that willingness to consciously flow into higher and higher states of consciousness and to come together and collaborate, unconditionally collaborate and love one another and support one another. And, um, yeah, I, I have to tell you, this has been such a beautiful, um, co-creation with all of us gathered here and Vivian I have so enjoyed having you it has been so fun (laughs) (laughs) and enlightening at the same time and uh, I hope that you enjoyed it as well oh tremendously I felt the same way I'm with you I'm with everybody the fluidity that we remain in and ultimately what I love about our time together for a first time is the complexity of talking about the, uni- the uniqueness of who I am. And we brought everybody back to the resonance of their light, talking yeah. about more practicality, exploring consciousness, being uplifting. We went to all the spectrum of light today. <laughs> and you know what I feel? I feel that it was perfect from where we are today moving forward. And our conversation will evolve later yeah. on. Yes. That's the beauty of it. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'd love for you to come back every season if you wish, and we can just play and explore um, as things evolve, you know, for all of us. But I really loved, loved, loved this time together. So, Vivian, my dear, thank you, thank you, thank you. That was oh, just beautiful. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. All right, to Vivian, thank you, and to each and every one of you uh, who are here live with us today or who will listen to this, thank you for the gift of you, uh, the gift of your time, your readiness, your love, and your presence today. We appreciate you so much and hope that you received the insights. Uh, the new awarenesses, the empowering opportunities, the soulful remembrances, activations that are most beneficial for you at this time. So thank you for joining us on this uh, really brilliant and beautiful soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love and light and joy from my heart to yours. May you feel it, receive it, and offer it to everyone you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and of course, own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Take flight, beautiful, beautiful beacons of light, uh, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light uh, next time. Bye, everybody.